welcome to the Commercial Real Estate Show, your source for insightful analysis and enlightening discussions. Hello, I'm Michael Bull, your host to the world of commercial real estate. Thanks for joining us on one of the 44 radio stations, iTunes, YouTube, or the show website, commercialrealestateshow.com. Well, we have an interesting show for you today. We're talking about associations that matter. We're going to look into the major commercial real estate associations around the country and talk about the benefits. You know, there's a world of networking and business and education opportunities at these networks. Which one of these associations or which ones, maybe several of them, are best for you to consider joining and becoming active? You might be surprised what they do offer. Please welcome my first guest, Steve Martin. He's the 2015 National Chairman for NAOP. He's also Managing Principal with SDM Partners, and he's uh, based here in Atlanta, but he's the National NAOP Chairman. So we have him in Studio One. Steve, thanks for joining us. I appreciate you having me, Mike. Well, we appreciate it, and NAOP is a very respected organization. It's been around a long time. Tell us a little bit about the profile of your members. Um, There are approximately 17,000 members. Two-thirds of them are what we would refer to as associate members. They're architects, contractors, lawyers, people that are um, providing services to our principal members, which are people that own real estate. Um, you know, we started off as an organization back in the early 70s as a very much a developer-driven organization. Um, but as the real estate business and real estate as an investment class has become more mainstream, obviously the organization and the industry has grown. And it's a lot more about capital than just people, you know, developing buildings. Right. And it is the Real Estate Development Association. So where do the uh, NAOP letters come from? It's N-A-I-O-P. The original, the original name was National Association of Office and Industrial Parks. Then it was changed to Properties. And then we evolved to um, just the logo, you know, like NCR. I mean, most people don't know that even stands for National Cash Register. I mean, we feel that the NAOP logo still has a lot of brand equity in it. Um, And then the tagline of the the development organization, um, I think, is still very much applicable. But, you know, today, you know, it's a lot more than just a developer-oriented organization. Tell us about your mission there. Um, I think of it as threefold. I mean, and, and you actually touched on two of them. It's networking, it's education, and it's also legislative. Um, you know, there are 50-plus chapters around the country that, you know, will have monthly meetings, and there's a lot of networking opportunities there. There's also a lot of educational opportunities through those meetings. But on a national level as well as a state level, we um, national employees, three or four full-time basic lobbyists. And you know, there's a there's a person that um, is focused at the national level, um, and then there's also a person that is focused at the local level, helping our chapters with their state and local municipalities with you know predominantly land use type things. At the national level, it's much more about tax policy and certain rules that affect commercial real estate. Okay, and you mentioned the meetings. Tell us a little bit about the conferences and and networking meetings because these are the events where you can get a lot done, right? You can get business done, education and networking. And And I would tell you, and I look at my business, and I've been a NAOP member for over 20 years. You know, my business is a lot more about people and relationships. This really just gives you a platform to meet a lot of people. And I, I think you also have to look at it two ways. 
NAOP is very much a local organization that, you know, they focus inward. But I would also tell you, and, I, and I've taken advantage of this, and obviously being the national chairman, you know, I am involved nationally. I think we all get way too insular in our own little silo relative to our product type, whether it's office, industrial, and our geography. What I would tell you is there is a lot of power in knowing people in all those other silos. And NAOP gives you a platform to go do that. And, it, and it's not just about going to the monthly meetings. I mean, that's just a start. It's getting on the committees that are doing the various things. It's getting on the boards. And that's where you create the relationships. Right. And then you're sitting side by side with people that, that you can do business with, hopefully, in the future. And, and one of those meetings is your big uh, annual meeting that's coming up in Toronto, right? October 13th Correct. and 15th. And we, we've changed the, the nomenclature of, of that. We don't call it the annual meeting or it's the no. fall meeting. Um, I actually, the past two and a half days, I was in Los Angeles at our ICON. It's an industrial conference that bounces back and forth between the East and the West Coast. This year it was in Long Beach. Um, took a tour of the long, LA Long Beach port. Um, next year it's in New Jersey. Those are the two biggest ports in, in the country. Um, at the end of this month there is ICON, which is focused on office. It's in Houston. Um, it's the 24th and 25th of this month. I mean, a city that's got 18 million square feet of office under construction, um, which has also gotten pretty interesting given that, you know, what's happened to the oil price. Um, they also now have, from what I understand, 6 million square feet of sublet space. Um, then in mid-October um, is the big fall meeting, um, and this year we are going north of the border. And as I reminded people um, a few days ago, you do have to have a passport. It's easy to get to, and it's a, neat, it's a very New Yorkish, um, high-density, urban type of environment. And um, we are expecting a record turnout. That's fantastic. And who should consider going to the national conference, and uh, what's going to be there to attract them? Um, there are a lot of educational opportunities, you know, and I mentioned the, the networking. Um, we're going to have um, the um, Ridge, Tom Ridge, the um, former, the original um, secretary for um, um, terrorism, um, is going to be there, and then former ambassador to um, Canada is there. Um, you know, there are, at these conferences, there's always a lot of tours of product. I mean, there you have a lot of high density office and residential going on, um, a lot of very high end retail going on. Um, one of the other things that NAOP is expanding into is our membership grows and people do multiple things in more mixed use is it's not just about office and industrial. A lot of those developers or owners are doing mixed use things and these higher density urban type places provide great labs, if you will, to see and tour those types of products. Right. And we have Steve Martin here, the 2015 chairman with NAOP. And tell our listeners about the awards. I mean, the NAOP awards are a big right. deal. Right. We, well, and I... And I th I was this for three, four years in a row. I was on the Developer of the Year committee, um, which you have a lot of national players submitting to be designated as a Developer of the Year, and it gave me a lot of insights into the the breadth and depth of this organization. And and, and you can see, certainly with some of these public companies coming back year after year, because they want that label. I mean, it's a big deal to them. Right. And, and they're also, you know, have lots of members in our organizations. Um, they also have people on our boards and are active. And, you know, and, and that's a great moniker to have. We also give um, 
and it's you know it's characteristic of the times we give an environmental award for people that have developed a project that has you know some very high level of lead type of designation that has done something creative um but you know the the big award is the developer of the year award yeah that's fantastic i think everyone looks forward to that what about your research foundation how does that benefit say the the general public uh the industry and the members right we um um, for several years before i was the chairman i chaired a committee called the industry trends and task force which is it's made up of all of the ex-chairmen are on that and then there are a lot of um, academics um, people we call fellows um, we've um, have relationships with um, the academic community and the foundation um, in essence funds them writing papers research papers on various commercial real estate topics they just did a big one on um, industrial demand um, and they submit you know, to us different topics that they may want to write about and we fund, um, pay them to, you know, write about those topics. And it's, it's a great um, asset to our members. Um, we also do a big um, compensation survey every year that, you know, you've got 17,000 members that you can draw upon that they give the information in, hopefully a lot participate, and, and they do, which is also valuable information for people to you know what are people getting paid for certain functions right right yeah you need that information so there's a lot of benefits of membership so if the listeners are out there they're trying to decide if they should consider joining NAOP what's what's one thing that might surprise them um one of a great trend and it's refreshing it's also a reminder that I'm getting older um you know a third of our new members are developing leaders what we call DLs those are people under 35 um, both as I go to the local meetings here in Georgia and the national meetings, you know, I'm constantly impressed at the number of young people there. Um, as a percentage of our overall membership, they're a little over 20%. Um, but it's, um, it's a growing um, you know, part of our business. You know, in the downturn, you know, we lost a lot of people. And so this is bringing them back. That's fantastic. Well, Steve, thanks for joining us in Studio One. We appreciate it. Welcome. Thank you. For more information, visit naop.org. This is Michael Bull. This is the Commercial Real Estate Show. We'll be right back. The Commercial Real Estate Show is brought to you in part by your friends at Bull Realty. When your business requires proven performance, visit bullrealty.com or call 800-408-BULL. Welcome back to the Commercial Real Estate Show. I'm Michael Ball. Our topic today, associations that matter too. Please welcome my next guest. It's Jean Madej. She is Director with Commercial Real Estate Development and Services with the National Association of Realtors. Jean, thanks for joining us on Skype today. Thanks. I am happy to be here. Well, we appreciate you being on the show and joining us via Skype. And Jean, I'd like to start off with this. I mean, I think there are a lot of benefits for people uh, to consider doing business with realtors that they might not be aware of, right? And, Absolutely. And, and some of that is what the association is doing for practitioners and commercial real estate uh, owners, right? And when it comes to commercial real estate, with 70,000 commercial practitioners who are uh, realtors or our affiliate members, we are the largest organization and collective voice for commercial. Um, we spend a, a great deal of time and effort um, out of our DC office advocating for issues that matter to commercial practitioners 
in their daily business as well as for their clients. Um, one of the most uh, hot topics right now uh, that you, you're probably well aware of uh, are 1031 like-kind exchanges and the potential threat uh, of, of changes to, that, um, to those legislations. Um, and we are in full-on, you know, um, I say proactive mode, um, educating members of Congress, educating our own members about the impacts, and making sure that we are um, staying ahead of the curve um, to be able to protect our, our members' um, ability to do business using those transactions. It is such a prevalent um, type of transaction in the industry. Uh, not something you might think about when you hear the word realtor on a daily basis. Well, that's a good point, you know, and if you're choosing to do business with a commercial real estate agent and one's a, a realtor designated and one's not, you may not mm -hmm. realize that, hey, maybe doing business with that realtor is going to help with some things in my private property ownership rights, like like the 1031 exchange. If the 1031 exchange goes away, it could be devastating to, to our to our industry and to the economy overall. And, and there also there's some other advantages, right, to doing business with a realtor and, and finding out if the, the two choices you have, if one's a realtor, what are some other advantages? Uh, well, the word realtor itself means National Association of Realtors member. And so not every real estate licensee is a realtor, um, which a lot of people don't know. In fact, I uh, just came back from a flight um, from the airport, I, I was returning on a flight from Syracuse, and I had this conversation with the woman sitting next to me, um, who was using, who was looking to buy a home, and she said, "Oh, I'm just going to use a realtor." And I said, "Well, how do you know?" <laughs> and so it opens up this conversation. But uh, you know, beyond the word, it, it realtors um, subscribe to a code of ethics, and that really is one of the key differentiators. Not just the network that they have access to with a million members. Um, across the country who can help you know find the right property whether it's a home or a commercial property but they uh, agreed and um, uh, have to agree uh, have to abide by this code of ethics which says that they will conduct themselves in a professional manner um, that they will not slander uh, their you know their fellow uh, realtors or, or other practitioners that they're going to be honest and ethical and presenting all offers to their clients uh, among a whole host of other things that they agree to and it's a requirement to to be a member of the organization um, so it's a really important distinguisher because again anyone can go and, and take a class um, and can do the hours to get the real estate license but to take that next step and become a member of the realtor organization um, means that they're that much more serious and, and, and focused on the professionalism within their career. Yeah, I think that's a very good point, Gene, because I know sometimes if we're starting to deal with uh, a bad actor, if you will, in the commercial real estate world as an agent, <laughs> you know, we'll look to see, hey, is this a realtor? And, you know, uh, if it's a realtor, you, you expect uh, better from them. And uh, if it's a realtor, there's also uh, can be a slap on the hand for, for not abiding by the guidelines. And there's some other benefits as well to the actual uh, agents becoming uh, realtors, right, in the commercial. So tell us about some of the education that's available in commercial real estate at NAR. One of the things we, we do um, pride ourselves on is, is our educational opportunities. There are different types of learning from online uh, to classroom to our conference learning education sessions. So we have um, everything from the casual one-hour webinar 
that you can take on a multitude of topics, whether it's social media marketing, whether it's networking uh, with international property specialists, to uh, more concentrated learning. So two hour, um, next week there's a, a two, two two hour sessions on residential investment analysis being offered by the CCIM Institute, which is one of our institute affiliate organizations. There are actually five of those when it comes to commercial, and there are, are truly our education partners on the commercial front. And they offer designations that are highly, highly prestigious, highly valuable, not just in terms of what it takes to get that designation, um, in terms of time and resources, but in terms of their um, perception and value within the industry amongst their peers. Um, so, so whether you are a residential uh, realtor looking to get into commercial real estate, we have a, um, we've got education, a, a new course we launched last fall called Discovering Commercial Real Estate. It's actually really ideal for anyone coming out of college or even high school that might want to pursue real estate as a career and um, doesn't know anything about commercial. I, I came to NAR eight years ago, honestly, from a completely different industry and um, learned a lot in, in short order. Um, it's a really good starting point, but but then if you are the practitioner who's been um, in this business for you know five, ten, fifteen years, um, pursuing a designation really can differentiate differentiate you and set you apart. And then one of our newer programs um, is our Masters in Real Estate that is offered through Realtor University. Um, there are five concentrations, and one of those is commercial investment. Um, we just had five graduates uh, with the commercial um, degree that came uh, out of the last class this past May, just a few weeks ago. And so it's really exciting to see folks who want to even take that one step further um, in investing in their career, um, again, to set themselves apart from the average real estate agent in this business. Yeah, that's uh, great opportunities. And, and for the record, I'm a Realtor, and I've been a Realtor for a long time. Um, and also a CCIM, and I recommend to, to anyone that's going to be in commercial real estate industry, whether you're a, a broker or, or an investor or, or work at a REIT or whatever you're doing, the CCIM education uh, is it's just absolutely awesome. And, and you're right. I, I agree. Everyone respects CCIMs, and if you have a referral for someone in another city, I think the first place most of us will look is at CCIM because you appreciate the education they've ha they have. Well, Jeannie, it was great to see you guys at the convention uh, last year in New Orleans, and this year convention is in San Diego, right? It's November 13th to, to November 16th in San Diego. Why should commercial real estate people come to the National Association of Realtors Conference in San Diego? Um, well, thank you for mentioning that, and we really did enjoy having you last year, and we look forward to that again this year. I know we'll talk about that. Um, the the commercial um, education that we'll offer, probably six to eight sessions, um, that alone is going to be worth your price of admission. Um, but, but beyond that, we will have a newly reimagined space on our trade expo floor for commercial practitioners. Our intent is to create a home, and we're calling it the commercial marketplace. So there'll be deal-making uh, area, there'll be exhibitors with technology products and services that you can use in your business, and there'll be a, a mini theater that we will be hosting panel presentations throughout Saturday and Sunday. Well, great. Well, I look forward to being there and uh, look forward to seeing all of you again this year in San Diego. Well, Jean, thanks for joining us today. We appreciate it. You are so welcome. Thank you very much for what you do and for being a member of the organization. I uh, enjoy it. Well, stay tuned. We're going to have more on associations that matter. I'm Michael Bull. This is the Commercial Real Estate Show. We'll be right back. 
The Commercial Real Estate Show is brought to you in part by Realnex, providing a comprehensive suite of powerful commercial real estate tools at an incredibly low cost. Visit Realnex.com. That's R-E-A-L-N-E-X. Welcome back to the Commercial Real Estate Show. I'm Michael Ball. Today our show is Associations That Matter Too. Please welcome my next guest. It's Angela West. She's the 2015 Global President for SIOR, the Society of Industrial and Office Realtors. Angela is also VP with CBRE, Oklahoma Region Affiliate. Angela, thanks for joining us today. Thank you. To get us started, tell us a little bit about the, the size and geography and makeup of the uh, members of SIOR. Sure, um, and thanks again for having me on the show. Um, SIOR is just over 3,100 members, and we are um, scattered around throughout 34 countries um, and in 630 cities. Wow, okay. And what is the makeup of your members there? Is it all realtors? Uh, yeah, we are. Um, all of our designees are commercial real estate brokers um, that specialize either in industrial or office products. Okay, and tell us how can you become a member and become an SOR? Yeah, the uh, requirements for membership in SIOR are fairly stringent. Um, we require that each designee have five years in the commercial real estate business and also within three of those five years achieve a gross fee income level that is set by their local chapter and established um, in each of our markets. Um, we also require that an ethic ta- ethics class um, be taken and passed, um, and then we also require that that each of our candidates for membership um, are recommended, have letters of recommendation by at least two of the members from their chapter, one of which cannot be from their own firm. I see. So elite is what you're saying. <laughs> right, right. We, we have a lot of filters in there because yeah. we really only want the best of the best and to hold um, a very, very high standard. We're a 75-year-old organization, uh, or will be um, next year. And so you know, we want to maintain the integrity of uh, the designees that we have and, and really have very high standards and, and have a lot of collaboration opportunities within that elite group. And that's excellent. Now, what are your current initiatives and, and the mission? of the organization? You know, the mission of our organization is really to drive connectivity and collaboration and transactions between our members. Um, We hold um, conferences every six months um, to gather our members together, and we have uh, some of the highest attendance rates in the commercial real estate industry. We have about a third of our members that come to our conferences each um, conference, so we're really proud of that. And the networking opportunities that are provided within those forums and then also just from past conferences really allow our members to ensure that the continuity of the service and the level of service that they bestow for their clients is replicated when they transact outside their own market. So they have a a different level of trust and um, commitment um, through the brokerage network because we're all um, kind of working together to ensure excellent service. You know, that's beneficial. You want to know that you have trusted uh, people that you can work with uh, all over the country and uh, and your you know your elite membership is a great way to to understand that and you mentioned your conferences uh, the networking available tell us about your world conference coming up in october in chicago uh, on the 8th and 10th of october 
Yeah, Chicago has always been a great venue for us. Um, the last two times we were there, we had 1,100 attendees, and then the, uh, most recently we had about 900 attendees. So it is always very well attended. Um, it's in the Palmer House, um, which is downtown Chicago, recently renovated a hotel. Um, we're really excited about the forum. We've got a lot of new energy around our um, office uh, sponsors. We have uh, always had traditionally very heavy industrial sponsors, and we're, now we have a lot of new energy and program for uh, our office members as well. So we're becoming much more balanced, ensuring that we touch and uh, provide educational and networking and um, developer uh, connections with all of our members. What might surprise people about becoming a member of SOR and the, and the benefits there? You know, I think... I think what surprises people is that um, most people join um, as a as a business decision, and um, they uh, understand the kind of referral network that exists within SIOR, and and are hoping and, and looking forward to kind of inbound business. Um, and I think what happens is most people stay because of the friendships that they mm-hmm. um, that they make through the years um, in attending the conferences and chapter events and things of that nature. So I think that's probably the biggest surprise. There are the, There is a deal flow, and that is an important thing, but it becomes kind of like uh, cheers, if you will, right? <laughs> it's just, you see everyone every six months and catch up with them. Um, it's a very um, tight-knit community. Oh, that's fantastic. I mean, this is a relationship business when you come down to it, and, and doing it on social media is not like going to these meetings and seeing people. Well, Angela, thanks for joining us today. We appreciate you being on the show. Thank you so much for having uh, having us, and I appreciate um, you including us. Great. Thank you. For more information about SOR, visit SIOR.com. There's a lot of information there at the website. We'll stay tuned. We'll have more Associations That Matter. I'm Michael Bull. This is the Commercial Real Estate Show. We'll be right back. Excelligent, the resource professionals like CCIMs, CBRE, JLL, Colliers, and Bull Realty use for market intelligence. Commercial Search is the site to market and find available properties to buy, sell, or lease all over the country. Visit CommercialSearch.com. Welcome back to the Commercial Real Estate Show. I'm Michael Ball. Our show today, Associations That Matter too. Please welcome my next guest, Kent Gibson. He's chairman of BOMA International, Building Owners and Manager Association. Kent, thanks for joining us today. You're welcome. Thank you for giving us this opportunity. Well, great. I'm sure things are great there in Salt uh, Salt Lake City, Utah, and uh, we're, we're uh, excited about hearing about BOMA. And BOMA is a really big organization. It does a lot. Give us a little bit of the scope of BOMA. Boma International has 91 local associations in the U.S., and we have 17 international affiliates. We're a federated organization, which is different than some of our other uh, trade organizations in the sense that uh, we aren't chapter-based. Our associations and our affiliations are are woven together more similar to, uh, you know, to to the government of the United States in the sense that it's just more of a federation type of arrangement. Uh, in fact, last year, uh, we saw the addition of Greece, Panama, and Russia as new international affiliates uh, inside Boma International. 
nice. And tell us about the profile of your members and what professions they're in. We have a, a wide range of uh, membership that uh, goes across the commercial real estate industry. Uh, BOM initially was uh, established uh, better than 100 years ago and, and primarily focused on the office sector. But uh, we have a great uh, medical office uh, building uh, group that is part of BOM International. We have many that are in the industrial. In fact, we've had a rollout recently on the industrial sector side that uh, we will be releasing the first uh, experience exchange report for industrial properties, which is the only type of the industry. And, and we've seen that membership grow. We have a lot of asset managers. We have leasing professionals. And for years, BOMA has uh, had partners um, in our affiliated members who help support the industry that are very active and participating in the BOMA uh, underneath the BOMA tent. Okay, and if you will, Kent, please share the BOMA mission with our audience today. BOMA's uh, primary mission is to is to is to encourage an, a vibrant uh, real estate uh, marketplace that allows uh, the members to continue to grow and, and make a meaningful impact upon the industry as we service the commercial real estate. Okay, and I've talked to a lot of people in the industry that uh, maybe they weren't members, and I've suggested they become a member of BOMA. So who are some of the professions and, and, and groups that would really do well uh, being involved and in being a member of BOMA? When I started my commercial real estate industry, one of the things I had um, looked at was I was trying to do some benchmarking to figure out where we needed to go, and I turned to BOMA International with their experience exchange report to help me uh, get that accomplished. We also see that used by the, the appraisal uh, institute uh, frequently. But as I was going through that kind of a process, I, you know, I needed to measure the buildings, and I went and found that BOMA was the, was the secretariat and the ones that uh, allowed for you know, how to measure commercial real estate. Went to a BOMA International and found the, the committee work, and what was really intriguing to me was it was not only was I being able to get the education, but I was also able to have the impact to actually help write those rules as, as they move forward and help create that. Home International now has uh, commercial measurement guidelines for not only the office building, which they've had historically, but they have it for retail, for industrial, for uh, multi-unit residential, and also for mixed use. And so each one of those segment, commercial industry segments is being serviced by Bloom International, and every one of those would find value. Another great area of Bloom International is our, is, is our advocacy efforts in codes and standards. Uh, we're the only commercial real estate group that's at uh, the hearings and is at the table and, and, and has those inputs, and many of our members find a great deal of value in not only helping to shape what is going to be regulated, but also to have a, a clear understanding of what's coming down the pipeline so they can make appropriate plans and, and uh, help protect the interest of, of the owners of their serving. Yeah, that's excellent. I'm not sure everyone realizes such a great job you guys do in that area. And let's talk a little bit about the education, Kent. Uh, there's a lot of offerings there. Give us uh, some ideas about the education available. Uh, we have, you know, for the entry levels that are kind of coming into the industry, we have what's called the foundation of real estate management. Those are taught at the local level, um, at each of the local associations. 
We also have the Asset Management Course Series. And in addition to that, we have our annual conference, uh, which will be held this year, June 28th and 30th, which also has has educational offerings. But I, but the real value of Loma is not just some of those uh, package type of uh, educational offerings uh, that are available, but it's really it's more like getting a doctorate degree in the university because what you end up coming into the Loma organization is you actually help in crafting what's going to be happening in the commercial real estate industry, you know, much like you do thesis papers in, in, in the sense of really being able to make an impact upon the industry. And that's where a lot of education really happens as you associate with other professionals and you learn, you learn and refine your tools and your skill sets as you have that outreach and that experience. That's fantastic. Well, tell us a little bit more about your conference coming up in Los Angeles, June 28th through June 30th. It's going to be a wonderful conference. It's down in L.A., L.A. Live. Uh, we have as a keynote, uh, Jay Leno is coming to, to, uh, to the conference. Uh, there will be an industry report. Uh, we uh, have seen increased international activity at our conferences. Last year we had, for, for just the winter visiting, we had delegates from Russia, from Panama, from Greece, from Japan, from Australia, from uh, Great Britain. All right, we're going to take a short break. We'll get more from Kent Gibson. We'll be right back. This is the Commercial Real Estate Show. Does your company provide professional services to the commercial real estate industry? The Commercial Real Estate Show is an excellent way to reach your target audience. For advertising options, visit commercialrealestateshow.com or call 888-612-SHOW. Welcome back. I'm Michael Bull, and this is the Commercial Real Estate Show. Our topic today, Associations That Matter. My guest is Kent Gibson. He's chairman of BOMA International Building Owners and Managers Association. And Kent, one of the benefits I think I think of of BOMA is really that, that partnership that of putting principals, you know, facilities managers and owners together with the right vendors, right? It is. We have uh, we have a great opportunity at our, at our annual conference where we have a trade show associated. But probably more important is that each of the local associations have a very active uh, vendor uh, participation in what's going on, and and there's opportunities to meet and and, and 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 find out quality vendors as they interact one with another, and they really partner well. They help do service projects. They help in moving forward with the industry. And there's a great partnership that happens, and, and you really get to know people that uh, will service well and will are committed and will make a difference. Yeah, that's very helpful. I mean, you have to have the, the right relationships to, to maintain these properties and improve them and, uh, you know, all the vendors that you need. You know, another benefit that I see from uh, BOMA are the member benefit programs, the, the discounts. I see you guys have some programs set up with companies like Reese Reports, which uh, we love those guys, Ryan Severino and the guys. We have them on the show a lot, and uh, Office Max, Lenovo, Hertz, uh, and some others, right? We do. In fact, we have a great program in place right now with the Home Depot where uh, members are able to have discounts that are, that are given as they, do their, as they do purchasing. And in addition to that, what happens with Home Depot is because of that, uh, that purchasing, bulk purchasing occurs, they also then have given some money back to help some of the local associations. 
to do additional programming they need to do in support of their members. Yeah, that's uh, excellent. Well, Kent, tell us about some of your current initiatives there at BOMA. We have two that are really uh, high on the list at this point in time. One is called the International Property Measurement Standards. Uh, we were approached by uh, RICS a number of years ago about trying to create a, an international commonality as you measure. They had found uh, through a JL, JLL study that there was a 28% variance in how properties were wow. measured across the globe, which you know is huge. And so as, as the world is shrinking in some sense in the commercial real estate, it was difficult for people as they're trying to buy properties in New York or London or other areas to be able to, to quantify exactly what they're purchasing. And so BOMA is a significant partner in leading the efforts. I serve on the standard setting committee. We've gone through and have done the office. We're now working on the residential. We're moving to do industrial, retail, and then also a mixed-use standard that we will have so we can kind of get a common language across the globe and see if we can kind of take some of those bumps out of the road as people go through and do the you know, international investment. Our second uh, great uh, program that BOMA has been in, in active in and engaged in is we're meeting with uh, you know a corporate outreach with the main decision makers in each of the local markets and those on the on the national and international stage to ensure that we're getting proper feedback and alignment as we're doing a lot of our work and making certain that we're we're trying to be vibrant in the commercial real estate industry and that's been well received We've been having some great responses coming back, and we're making adjustments and changes as we kind of go through that, that process. Well, that's excellent. And, Kent, we appreciate you joining us today on the Commercial Real Estate Show. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much. And there's a lot more to BOMA than we've had time to, to reach here, so be sure and check out their website. It's BOMA.org, B-O-M-A.org, and you'll see some more of their offerings. And we have some fantastic shows coming up for you, so make sure that you don't miss a show that's special interest to you. Sign up for a once-a-week email announcing the show topic at commercialrealestateshow.com. Well, in fact, we're going to have a great show next week. It's the Fed's View on commercial real estate. We'll have Brian Bailey here in the Studio One, so don't miss that one. Until next week, be sure that you always lead, learn, and laugh, and join us for the Commercial Real Estate Show.